This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hawk Talk. I'm your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with my co-host, EP, main man, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing, brother? I'm doing all right, man. We're uh, we're into it right now, and, you know, we got the ups and downs as it is. That's a nice way of putting it. You can run from it. You can hide from it. But the Atlanta Hawks are going to find a way to be mid. They are currently 6-6 six and six at the time of this recording. Of course, they play tonight. They're going to have to go either above or below 500. But quick recap of... Uh, our last game, which was all the way back on Friday night. We've had a nice little break. A lot of time off for them. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So um, 76ers defeated the Hawks, 126-116. Um, tell me, uh, this was our second in-season tournament play, uh, group play game. Uh, we saw the blue core. There were some highlights, but overall, a disappointing ending to the game. Yeah, I, I was in the arena. The court looks pretty sick, honestly. Um I was I was pleasantly surprised at how much I liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it very much, and it was mm-hmm. it wasn't like killing the eyes when you were watching yeah. it. You know what I was expecting, um, but yeah, basically Embiid and Tobias Harris got whatever they wanted that game, and we couldn't stop them at all. Uh, it, it it was not a fun game to watch. Yes, we like kind of took the lead at one point, but they were just manhandling us, man. Yeah, defense is still a bit of a problem with this team. Uh, you know, searching for some positives. I thought Trey looked better. Mm-hmm. Two of six from behind the three. That's not exactly killing it, but it's a step in the right direction. You know, 22 and 13. Here's a plus 12. So I know we've all been on Trey's neck lately. Yeah. So it's good to see him play a little bit better. Not to mention, I forgot who it was it. He dropped on the court with a crossover. I think it was Shake Milton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty that was nice. nasty. That, that was, was nice. probably my personal highlight through the month of November. The crowd was going crazy at that. But another thing with me attending the games, Pat, we kind of have a problem. Yeah. I'm, I'm 0-3 this year. Oh, man. We can't have you go to any more games. Like, no more? Up. Like, I'm done? Yeah, I mean, at least not, like, in-season tournament games. They just mean yeah. too much, bro, to have you in the building, possibly, you know, setting off some bad some bad vibes. Just can't have that. And yeah. um, right now, this team's going through enough as is. And, uh, you know, our guy, A.J. Griffin, he's still missing in action. Another DNP coach's decision. Like, I'm ready to freak out. I'm freaking out at this point. And it's like, you know what I was looking at? We shot 36% from three in that game. Like we need the shooting. Like, you know, yeah. the sh- like we need what he's, what he does. So I, I, it's ridiculous. And I don't think he's like a huge liability on defense either. I mean, I know he's young. He's still going to be processing things Kinda on small. defense. Yeah. I mean a little bit. And yeah, I, I just don't understand that. Like that's my one gripe I have with Quinn Snyder is we're seeing more Wesley, way more Wesley Matthews yeah. than we are AJ Griffin. Obviously, Wesley's he's a little bit smaller, you know, different position, but still, like a rotation is a rotation. Find a way to get AJ into the rotation. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how much longer it'll go on like this, but I think all of Hawks Twitter is in agreement that this thing needs to stop and get yeah. him in the game. Yeah, it it really is. It's one of the main points of concern, especially like, if we're just going to be six and six again. Like if we're going to be around yeah. five hundred again, like come on, man. Can we play the younger guys? 
Well, at least you know what, as a Bay Lever, my guy Sadiq's still playing well. Yep. So I playing think great. that's I think that's really cool. Uh we saw him come off the bench. Obviously, Jalen Johnson, he's he's a star. He's a starting four, you know. Uh, and that's just the way it's going to be. I don't understand how anybody could say that like Okongwu should start over him at the four. Yeah. When we see um Jalen just having a little bit more versatility, ability to step out, handle the ball, that sort of thing. And it just kind of seems like a mini John Collins in some ways. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously DeAndre Hunter, he's got his spot locked up. So I'm cool with Sadiq and uh, Bogey and Okongwu on the second unit. Like, yeah. I think that's a really solid second unit. It's just I'd like to see AJ. Um, yeah, AJ slipped in. Yeah, I agree. The top eight is in a good spot right now. It's just the uh, figuring out the the bottom end of the rotation. And also, dude, with Jalen, it's like he was seven for 12 from the field and 0 for two from three. Why is he only taking two threes? Like, come on, man. Keep shooting, bro. You you make some every game. Yeah, sometimes I wonder about his confidence. Yeah, I, I, that's what I, I agree with that. He had 18 points. It's like 18 and 10 rebounds. Like, dude, keep shooting the ball. It's like, bro, you're him. Yeah. You got you to gotta remember. You got to tell yourself that. But I guess, you know, he's still young. Mm-hmm. He literally did not play his like, rookie year. It was like historically low minutes yeah. under Nate McMillan. So it's basically his second year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first time really being thrust into the starting lineup. Maybe it's, you know, it's a thing with his confidence maybe he's just going to defer a little bit to the older players around him so either way you know i, I wouldn't say it was an unexpected loss like we know philly's good they're nine yeah. and three they're gonna be first or second in the eastern conference at the end of the year you know just uh take what you can from the game grow from it, and continue getting better um and then tonight obviously we're i think tonight's a far more um winnable game for the hawks tons of time off gotta win this one against pacers at home yeah for sure and Trey although they're playing good this year yeah they're seven and five so uh can't forget that and you know tyrese halliburton miles mm-hmm. turner you know like that's a solid team but trey always seems to play well against indiana i think it's a little bit of the lloyd pierce oh yeah can, i still think there's some like some scar tissue there and that always mo- seems to motivate trey whenever he plays against indy I feel like we should maybe not say that name on this podcast anymore. Wait, Lloyd Pierce? You know, I I think a lot of it is overblown at times. Okay. I don't, I'm not ever going to really just like crush Lloyd Pierce like so many Hawks fans do. Like, okay. obviously it did not work out in Atlanta and like he and Trey and some of the guys were butting heads, but just going off how he treated me, he was always super cool with me. And, you know, I was like just a total goofball first time, you know, <laughs> on the scene. And yeah. he always treated me with respect and was very patient and you know, that sort of thing. So I like Lloyd on a personal level. It, I think it's just like he and Trey probably, yeah. you know, fucking hate each other's guts. So. <laughs> All right, good to know. <laughs> Especially with the Team USA drama, I think there there might still be something there. Yeah, no kid, we can't, we can't. Yeah, yeah, we can't bring up Team no. USA anymore. Maybe we should whisper that to Trey during warmups. Be like, hey man, don't forget yeah, Lloyd yeah, yeah. Pierce. Yeah, he's playing. Now we're role. talking, Pat. That is a great idea. I think so. I think that's a move. And. Um, Striking a more positive tone, the Hawks got a jersey patch. I loved it, man. Uh, the YMCA, Greater Atlanta. Uh, what were your initial thoughts? Love, 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 love. Totally. I was shocked. Like, I was so yeah. pleasantly certain. In a world of, like, greedy cash grabs and corporate, you know, relationships and just, you know, BS press releases, like, this was a legitimately great partnership for a great cause I don't know. Like, I'm sure they could have gotten more money from elsewhere. Like they probably probably, could have gone to like wish or Shein or, you know, whatever Amazon and uh, gotten something like that. 
with the YMCA, man, that's awesome. Best jersey patch in the league, and it's color coordinated to each yes. uh, jersey, which I thought was important. Like I hated like how uh, the share kid, like the black and teal logo, just stuck out so badly on every uniform. So. It- like extremely rare w for the uniforms yeah and like you're talking about with the the matching the jersey like the braves mm-hmm. if you remember their yellow patch looks so bad the quick crete on the white jerseys it was so out of place yeah the that's just another terrible thing and like baseball <laughs> you know like the jersey patches are bad like i think it's funny the nfl doesn't play those games like yeah the, and the, like the swoosh logo isn't even on the front it's on the side like the side of the arm I don't know why I get obviously money, but either way, yeah. <laughs> best of a bad situation. Shout out to the Hawks for really, you know, making a good move there. And it, it reminds me of, oh yeah, this is why I love this organization. Like they do some really cool things in the community. I looked up cause I was like, okay, we have to have one of the coolest patches. Like this is yeah. top tier. We have the coolest one. The only one that even competes with ours that I think is kind of cool is Miami Heat carnival cruise line i think that's kind of fire because they're in miami too other than that no one touches us dude cruise line like have you ever been on a cruise no i haven't okay me neither really <laughs> talk about i just i just stick cruise ship all right it's in miami you know they're always there i always get like i don't know like again i haven't been on a cruise like i'm the least traveled person in the world but to mm. me like cruise lines i think like instant norovirus like i'm gonna catch a stomach bug like I, I don't know about I don't know about I'm that. I'm just one. too much of like a weird like solo guy. Like I would want to go off on my own. You know, like I'd get to there. Yes. I'd be in a situation where I'm like, okay, I cannot be around people right now, and I wouldn't want to go in my tiny ass room. So like, I just it's not for me. Totally. Like besides me being a germaphobe, like and I, yeah, like I'm very claustrophobic. I don't mm-hmm. like being around large groups of people being stuck around large groups of people. Like so, yeah, I totally with you. So uh, obviously, the Hawks, the YMCA is my favorite. Second, I'm going to go with Walt Disney World with the Orlando Magic. It's a good one. Yeah, that one really makes sense. Worse, we've got a bunch of really bad ones. I'm going to go with Feastables on the Charlotte Hornets. That's a goofy, what, candy company from Mr. Beast or whatever, whatever the kids (laughs) are into. And then um, the Washington Wizards are still holding it down with the Robin Hood app. So Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's pretty terrible. Meanwhile, we still have a handful of teams who are currently without a jersey patch sponsor. Portland Trail Blazers. Memphis Grizzlies, LA Clippers, and the Indiana Pacers. They must so, not like money. That's it, man. They're just <laughs> not serious about their money. That's what that is. So big dub for the Hawks organization doing that. Again, like sometimes they'll surprise me. I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I love this team. They do just so nice. many great things. So that's awesome. All right. So quick break. We're going to come back. We're in the holiday spirit. We're going to talk about what we're thankful for this Thanksgiving. So we've got Thanksgiving coming up this Thursday. I'm a huge fan of the holiday, not just because it always proceeds to my birthday, but because it's just a good time to be grateful. And we're going to take a moment today and list off three things we're thankful for so far this season. I'm going to get the ball rolling by grabbing the lowest hanging fruit, which is obviously Jalen Johnson. Already surpassed expectations I've had for him. Played in 12 games, started in nine. Averaging 15 points, eight rebounds per game. Jalen Johnson is one of the top parts of the season I'm really excited about, really grateful for. Yeah, I think all of Hawks fandom would agree with that as well. They all seem to love him at this point, too. I will start off with the even lower hanging fruit of Coach okay. Quinn Schneider. Yes. Excuse me, Quinn Snyder. I've, I've okay. realized I've said Schneider for a while, and it's actually Snyder. There's, yeah, just Snyder. I, I was going to let you cook, bro. Yeah. 
but anyway, uh, he uh, just what he's doing to this team in the culture of our building up our players or franchise. It's you see it on the court. The respect that the players have for him is the effort they're putting. You can see it all connect together, and he's just he's so awesome to have in Atlanta again. No doubt. So my second person I'm most thankful for so far this season, Bogdan Bogdanovich. You know, he's he's officially crossed over the dreaded age of 30. He's older. You know, he's had some knee issues, but he's still playing at a high level. Coming off the bench, averaging 14.6 points per game. You know, always he's perpetually positive, always upbeat. Seems like such a great locker room guy. And I'm just so glad to see that, like, he he's still producing at a high level. Like, obviously, everybody's followed the drama and the saga around his knees over the past few years. And like that could have easily kind of derailed the latter part of his career, but he's, he's hanging in there. He's playing really well. And he's still that type of guy where like he can get hot and win you a game or just tilt a playoff series. So I think bogey's best days are still ahead of him. Like he's going to, he's going to win us some like very important games this year. So I'm super thankful for bogey. Completely agree. My next guy is going to be one that doesn't get a lot of minutes, but when he does, the crowd goes nuts. Bruno Fernando, baby. Yes. The vibes in the locker room. You can you can tell it. Everyone just loves him. You know, he's got a handshake with everyone. He's always at Skyhawks games. You know, he's just he's great to have on the team, even if he's like if you're gonna have players who aren't playing on the team, he's he's a great one to have. You know, Bruno, like obviously he left the Hawks for a minute and like bounced mm-hmm. around the league, but had he not done that, I think he'd be like one of our more tenured players. Like, yeah. He was drafted in 2019. So yeah, one year after Trey, Bruno Fernando, he's got to be up there. All right, last um, person I'm very thankful for this Thanksgiving is Trey Young, but not because of what he's doing on the court, although he's still averaging a very solid 23.4, 11.1 points that's per crazy. game. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about. It's still, yeah, if that's like an average, maybe below average season for him, then he's doing great, but not necessarily because everything he's doing on the court, everything he's doing off the court. We're talking the podcast gives us so much content. We're talking the shoes are just so dope. And of course, all of his philanthropic activities, like he recently had a street named after him in Oklahoma. We've seen him clear medical debt, pay for Thanksgiving meals. He does it all. So uh, obviously he's a great player on the court, but uh, love everything he does off the court. And just so much fun to follow on social media too. Like, you know, he's always going to tell you how he really feels and I love his authenticity. Another day, another opportunity. Yes, I like it. For my last one, I'm going to go with the group of the vets as a whole. So we're talking okay. Wesley Matthews. We're talking Patty Mills. Another another couple guys that aren't getting tons of minutes. Earlier this year, I've seen Trey on the bench talking to Wesley Matthews. Wesley breaking mm-hmm. down what he saw there. Like, it's just, it's nice to have that in some guards that can really you know, shit. Trey's he's he's getting past the point of being a young guy, but you know, mm-hmm. he still has so much to learn. Yeah, exactly. What is he like 24, 25 years old? Yeah. So yeah, he's still he's still a young buck in the league. And just to round this out, somebody we're both very grateful for, very thankful for is it's in our entire group of listeners, supporters. We really appreciate everybody who's always sharing the pod, giving us your feedback. We are greatly thankful for all of you we hope you have a safe happy thanksgiving holiday weekend and uh, we'll be back uh, later next week with another episode of hawk talk
A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, sandwich lovers, today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 